welcome to part two of Tea with Coco, the European American. I'm Coco like Chanel, and Charles and I left off on our top 10 list of favorite restaurants in New Orleans. We're going to finish that list off today and then give you guys a few of our near misses that almost made the top 10, are still wonderful places to visit, and an explanation of what our perfect evening in New Orleans would look like. I hope you guys enjoy. All right, you go. You're number three. Um, gosh, I'm looking at it now. It's such a toss-up for two and three for me. Me as well. They're tied. Yeah, I think depending on when you ask me, you would get a different answer. Um, but for... For number three, I have Commanders. Um, you know, it's the pinnacle of New Orleans fine dining. Um, the whole menu is great. There are a couple standouts. Um, the the con crushed goldfish and the the what's the shrimp appetizer? The shrimp and tasso. The tasso shrimp, yeah, um, that's good. I've just gotten a steak there and been very happy. We've gone for brunch. It was great. Just everything on the menu is well above average. Um, And then the other thing that I think really sets it apart is the level of service. There are plenty of fine dining places in New Orleans, but it's the only one that I've seen where the wait staff is constantly around you, but never in the way. And... When you get up and you are walking to the bathroom and you have to go down a narrow hall, everyone stops, gets to the side, and makes room for you to get by, um, you know, which I've never experienced in any other restaurant, no matter how upscale or, quote, fine dining um, it was. They definitely make you feel like a commander in a palace, um, and that, in addition to the high level uh, of their food, um, you know, it, it's it's really hard to beat. And I think if you just have unlimited money and want to go out and get, you know, the the highest of the highest, this is it. Um, and you work there, so. I'll save my commentary for later. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you're number three. My number three is... My number two and three are tied, and they're both New Age New Orleans. Um, one is Boucherie, which we've talked about, and the other um, is... I know what it is. Sobu? Yep. Yeah, for me, Sobu, which is a sister restaurant to Commander's Palace. Tori McPhail, the head chef at Commander's, also is the head chef here at Sobu, which stands for South of Bourbon, and it is located down the quarter. For me, he takes such risk here where in Commander's Palace, it's very traditional while at the same time being amazing and seasonal. I mean, they do change stuff seasonally, even though they have some staples. But when I worked at Commander's, it was definitely still something we we thought of as seasonal dishes because we had new menus every night. Sobu is this opportunity for him to kind of take this beautiful marriage that for me, I've told you this before, the reason I think New Orleans food is superior for me of anywhere I've ever eaten in the entire world is because it has 
the culinary background of the French, which was about seasoning and richness and ingredients, while having the spice background of the Caribbean, which was these highly spiced, highly flavorful, weird combinations of food. And I think for me, it's this combination of the seasoning from the Caribbean with the spices and the richness and tradition of French food. And Sobu does that when it he creates things, he being Tori McPhail, creates things like blackened yellowfin tuna on savory cones with avocado sorbet. That is a revelation. It's amazing. It is one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. And that is the restaurant that for Aubrey and Lauren, my sister and sister-in-law's double bachelorette party I threw, one of her friends punched me in the arm and started crying because I was moving away from New Orleans because it was the best meal she ever had in her life. And I have to agree, the ambiance, the food, the style, they have beer taps at the table, just all the little things, amazing. I can't believe you haven't gone yet, so it needs to be like, next time we go, court sued and Sobu <laughs> needs to happen. By the time we end up going back, though, inevitably we have a list of 15 places that, well, we have to eat there. <laughs> so I, I know, and it actually, quite a challenge. when I was thinking about some of the ones for this podcast, I was looking, and some of the places that have opened since we've left, uh, one of them was in Bon Appetit that we were talking about that don't allow children in the restaurant or nobody under the age of uh, Oh, 18. one thing I saw, this is one that we never went and ate at, but was always well-regarded and we always wanted to go try mm. that just closed mm. Rue 127. That's where Julie and Greg yeah, went a couple yeah. of times. I no. thought we did go there. No, never went there. And it, they, they did not close because business was bad. Um, I, I think I read the owner is closing the restaurant to devote all of his time towards, um, Oh, it might be smoked meats. So it's something that is definitely right up my alley as well. Um, and hopefully that is up and running to, in time for whenever we get back. Yeah, um, our triumphant return. Yeah, I was kind of bummed to see that it never closed or it closed um, because that was one we always wanted to go that to. we always said, oh, we need to go try that. Funds uh, were low at that time. Yeah, so it was too bad to hear, but at least... He definitely has something else going on that's very good as well. Yeah. So that was that was two and three for me. Um, Boucherie for sure, and then so boo. So. All right. So my two. Yeah. Go. I can't believe you didn't put this on your list at all. What did I forget something? Mr. John's. No, that was a cognizant. I don't think you forgot it. I, I just didn't. can't believe it's not on it. The reason Mr. John's isn't on, and this is true. Don't say it. You make a better statement. No, it's not true. It is. It is true. It's no. better. It's better. Right, well, I appreciate that. But Mr. John's, we've gone there. That would always be the place that I would go for my birthday. Um, uh, we've probably been there six to eight times. Every single time, it's met the standard that it set the first time. 
which I think is rare to having gone to a place like that as many times in a row, any restaurant really in general, um, and not having an off meal. That consistency, um, you know, I think played a part in me bumping it as high as I did. Um, also, the way they cook the steak, the New Orleans style with the butter, um, I've never been able to replicate. Um, so it's something unique that I'm not able to cook at home. Um, and then this alone, I thought, would be enough to get it, it on the It almost did. It almost did. The crystal hot sauce crystal onion hot rings. Crystal hot sauce onion rings for sure. I know. It, it, I know, but you've spoiled me now because I used to go there because the steak was so good. And I say that with, we have not been to August, which I know a lot of my friends say is their favorite steakhouse in the city. But Mr. John's for sure is my favorite, not only because you see James Carville there, but also because of the crystal onion rings, uh, crystal hot sauce onion rings. And the ambiance. It's a... Great restaurant. It's a steakhouse. It's steakhouse. It's a dimly lit... I don't know what the walls are, but I want to say like there's like wood paneling on the wall. No, like it's, it's not like Mulligan. No, it's not like all right, Swanson. It, it's exactly what an old steakhouse in New Orleans represents. Um, and yeah, just the quality of the meat every single time. And I, I don't. This is the only place that I will order a steak. Medium rare plus, and no one looks at you funny. But they get it. No, they nail it. They nail it every time. Almost every other place I go, I have to get it either medium rare or I never really order it medium. Um, but to me, medium rare is the per- medium rare plus is the perfect cook for a steak. A lot of people, everyone else will say medium rare, but to me, medium rare plus that happy middle ground in between. Medium rare and medium, um, you know, and they nail it every time. Um, All their sides are good, too. They always have great sides. Yeah, but you kind of just get the sides. You do. To have a break from the steak. Um, But, yeah, you really only need the steak, the crystal hot sauce onion rings. And then a lot of their appetizers are good, too. Their turtle soup. I'd put up against any in the city. Um, that and Commanders, I think, are exceptional one and two for me. Um, and then they've got, I think, like some shrimp and fried green tomato appetizer that's good. With the ramelade. Yeah, and then like some, I feel like it's it's a barbecued shrimp. But yeah, the, they've got a, a couple appetizers too that are worth investing stomach space in. Um so that I think adds another little layer. And we've had a level lot of different steaks from them too. We've had fillets. And done fillets strips. and strips. What was the one you and I shared uh, when we had the coupon and we went? The porterhouse, the Porter House. which is a strip and a fillet. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number two. All right, go ahead with your number one. Brightson's. Yeah. It's. If you were to create a single dish that represented and encompassed everything that is New Orleans, it is their seafood platter. 
and of course, my internet quit <laughs> with the menu <laughs> right before. So I'm trying to pull it up right now. Just bear with me. Um, but it well, it includes it. it includes five different. Um, I mean, I'd even say they're more than like tasting level size items. Um, but it's grilled redfish with crawfish and jalapeno lime sauce. Mm. Crawfish cornbread with jalapeno smoked corn butter. Mm. Um, baked oyster with fennel. I don't remember that one. Baked oyster LaRuth with shrimp and crab meat. Mm. Sea scallop with fontina cheese grits and fire roasted vegetable salsa. Favorite. Jalapeno shrimp coleslaw. Uh, shrimp and Napa cabbage with roasted jalapeno dressing. Um, but it gets you all of, it touches five different areas, six different areas of seafood with the redfish, crawfish, oyster, scallop, shrimp. You know, it, it touches everything that is typically its own dish at restaurants. So you're able to knock them all out in one right here um, at Brightson's and it's incredible. Uh, he won the James Beard Award. It might have been back in the 90s. I don't know why 96 is sticking out in my head. Um, but he's been around forever. And it to me, it's always a restaurant that when you're looking at tourist list or, you know, where the tourists should go or, you know, top vacation spots... Like, it's never, ever on that list, even though it should be, because it's the closest and most accurate representation of culinary New Orleans that you'll find. Um, but I think that makes it even more special because you're there with locals. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, again, it's a restaurant in a house, an old house. Um, so you're literally sitting in a living room or a bedroom or whatever. Um, and it, it just makes it so much more intimate because you're in that room with three other tables instead of a huge wide open dining space. Um, you know, so it's much more intimate and quaint and homey than, you know, you'd get at some other places. Um, but yeah, for me, this is when I get off the plane, the first place I want to go eat. Um, I don't think I've ever had an appetizer from there just because the seafood platter is so big. Yeah. You just, if it weren't so good, I wouldn't be able to finish it, but you find yourself sitting there and looking at your plate and you've got like, Oh, you, you really convince yourself. Oh, it's no problem. I can do that. I just have a couple bites of everything left and it's so good. You can't stop. You just keep going. Um, but to me, hands down, it is New Orleans on a plate. And for anyone visiting the city, there's nothing better, even your number one, there's nothing better that you can get to sample as many different, um, you know, seafood Fishes. examples. Yeah, I'll say seafood, you're right. Um, which, if you're in New Orleans... That's the one thing that you're not going to be able to find. 
so many other places in the country. Because you can sit there and say, oh, well, they have shrimp everywhere. But they don't have golf shrimp everywhere. And I've run into places out here in San Diego that specify golf shrimp. It's something that is, it's not the same shrimp as you'd find in other places. Um, crawfish? No, you don't get that everywhere. Um, redfish? You don't really even see that out here. Yeah, oysters, that's, that's our own. We have our own issues we with oysters out here. We have our issues with oysters out here. <laughs> yeah, the, San Diego is the home of the... Three dollar or three to five dollar oyster that is is it's the size of the palm of your hand, but it is. They are big oysters. Go to Pesh if you want, or go to Acne. Right? I mean, in New Orleans, it's much cheaper, much better. Or Blind Pelican. Blind Pelican is great. Almost made my list of close cuts only because their happy hour is as great as it is. You get twenty five cents. Twenty five cent oysters. I think we had Bloody Marys there that were yeah. really good. Um, and then good happy hour drink prices. Speaking and after you go there, you can walk over to Avenue Pub and have dump truck probably, fries. Well, no, what is probably the best tap list in New Orleans. Uh, yeah. You know, for and beer. And dump truck fries. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, back to my number one, Brightson's hand down, hands down, um, I think it's it's the best. Well, you know, speaking of Bloody Marys, a Chafalaya was close on my list just because of the ambiance and the Bloody Mary bar because they have a bar set up for brunch where you can make your own Bloody Mary. It did not make my list because of that. Yeah, let's cover our near misses. Okay, all right. You finish Fine. your number one. And we'll my number conclude. one is Commander's Palace. Yeah. Which I know you knew, but for me, it's not just the food. It's the memory of the very long shifts I had working there and the fact that I know every nook and cranny. For me, the experience makes it superior to Bryston's, not only because I think the food is on par. I know how much time and energy they put into every single ingredient on the plate because I worked there. But also because I have, you know, personal memories of it and I understand the effort that goes into the service. So for me... It's my number one because not only of my personal relationship with it, but I think the food is the most classic New Orleans it could be. So your bias pushes it over. I am biased. I did work there. I love Tori. I I love the pastry chefs. I One of the things you didn't mention is the bread pudding souffle with the whiskey cream sauce as the dessert. Something that's absolutely fantastic. They also make different flavors of ice cream every single day, depending on what's fresh. And you can walk through the kitchen there. Everything's very open. It's a well-oiled machine. Their courtyard is beautiful. And for the Sunday brunch, they have the origin of jazz brunch and one of the best jazz bands ever. And I know we started this piece talking about Anthony Bourdain, and I think we have to mention Miss Ella Brennan, who just passed away recently as well whose family founded Commanders and many other restaurants in the city, Brennan's that we went to that's now reopened and under her, <laughs> or was under her leadership, her, her nephew. But we have to mention Miss Ella and the high standards that she set for the restaurant industry in New Orleans. So definitely want to give a shout out to a very strong lady. Definitely a legend. Very much a legend in the city. And one I was happy to be a part of. I mean, I think I'll always be happy that I worked at Commanders. And it was a great experience for me. 
So it makes me happy every time I go back. The 25-cent martinis during the week don't suck, but the jazz brunch on the weekend is absolutely an experience to be had, and their food's James Beard award-winning and amazing. Numero uno. Shrimp and tasso. Get it. Don't ask questions. You know, food is something that's so interesting because it is something that we enjoy together. And like I've said in a lot of these, it's the memories of those entire evenings that really have meant so much to me and made them my favorite restaurants in New Orleans. So before we do our near misses, one of the things I wanted to ask you was if you had to create your perfect evening, starting with before dinner drinks, going to dinner and ending with after dinner drinks or a venue or concert place to go, whatever, what would be your perfect New Orleans outing from beginning to end? Do you want me to start with mine, or do you have it in your head? No, I think uh, Cure for drinks before dinner, um, then Brightson's for dinner, and then probably the Columns for after-dinner drinks, and then... Hmm, Trying to think of where to go for after dinner to after after dinner yeah drinks. after dinner until two o'clock um, when things shut down just to complete the night. Well, for me, I thought about Cure. That was my first instinct to go to for before dinner drinks as well, which is a fantastic mixology location that is on Ferret. I think they just won the James Beard for best um, bar service in I, the South. I, I think they have it. I mean, they're fantastic. I mean, they're good. I'm not, I wouldn't say the best in the South, but um, I mean, it's, it's hard to pick one in New Orleans. There are so many classic places to go get drinks, like Carousel Bar. Um, At the Monteleone. Yeah, yeah, so to... But I, I don't know. I think for me, they've got a very good whiskey list, and they make a, a really good old-fashioned. So that kind of fits my taste profile. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on the day of the week for me. <laughs> because... Oh, I see where you're going. If it's a Tuesday night or <laughs> a Thursday night... If it's a Tuesday night, my after-dinner location is absolutely going to be the Maple Leaf to go see Rebirth play live. If it's a Thursday night, it's going to be Le Bon Temps to see Soul Rebels play live, which is still actually tops Rebirth for me as the best show in the city. I love Soul Rebels every single time I can go. It's where I want to be. Every time is different. Amazing. So... Yeah, for me, it depends on the day of the week. But I actually have been to a place a couple of times that you haven't called Tin Roof, which is right next to Mr. John's Steakhouse on St. Charles. It doesn't have a tin roof. (laughs) No, it doesn't. But it's kind of a speakeasy. You have to know what's there. There are no signs. You have to know where to take the elevator. But it has the most beautiful view of the city and has great drinks. 
and a beautiful balcony to just be in awe of New Orleans. So for me, I almost said Cure because I agree with you. Amazing. Great list of, of liquors, especially if you're a bourbon drinker or whiskey drinker, that's a great location. They also have good wine and, and cocktails in general. But for me, I would have said uh, Tin Roof to start the evening. And then for me, if I'm at Tin Roof and already on St. Charles, I am probably going to go downtown to go to Sobu or to Boucherie for dinner and not Commander's, even though it's my number one. Commander's is closer than Boucherie. It is. I don't know. It's just it feels more youthful to me because you can just go straight down to Britannia and then get right by Commander's. But for me, I don't know. I feel like if I was going to have my perfect evening... I and Commanders, I like to go to for brunch. If you were going to have your perfect evening, you wouldn't go to your number one restaurant. Well, that's my brunch location. Or that's your number two restaurant. For, no, my number two and th- my number two and three mm. were Boucherie and Bryston. So I probably number two would be or Sobu. Um, <laughs> already backtracking. <laughs> I know. There's so many. It's hard. But I'd go to Tin Roof and then go to my restaurant of choice. And then I would go to a bar you haven't been to yet, which I had a, I've just had a really great time at, called Epervescence, which is right off of Rampart. It's on Rampart downtown. And that's where I had the homemade chips with creme fraiche and caviar and sparkling rosé and was just absolutely amazing. And then maybe to Frenchman Street to see some music and get a tattoo, you know, whatever. But uh, those are probably my perfect evening right there. Although the columns is classic New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's hard to beat. All right. Near misses. Near misses. All right. Go ahead. What was you, your first near had, miss? Well, I, don't, I didn't rank any of them. Okay. I just that's have okay. a list. Just, just give your list. What's your list of near misses? Um, so in no particular order, Ciro's. Uh, yeah. Coat suit. Yeah. I... For the life of me, cannot remember what I had there, but it was really good. Can't and then your fish was amazing. So I would absolutely go back and get the fish. Um, Dante's Kitchen. That was on mine. We went, we ate there once and had several drinks beforehand. <laughs> That's true. So I can't say for sure that didn't affect my recollection of the the meal. I think I drunkenly asked <coughs> the people next to us if I could eat their eat corn their bread. Corn. Yep, you did. <laughs> you did. Um, but I do remember what I ate. It was... Um, oh my gosh. Well, do you? I do. It was... I'm going to have to pull up the menu now. It was some kind of brisket. With Bart's root beer, maybe? Um... Was it glazed with Bart's root beer? I have some memory of this on the menu. Of the meat being glazed with... No, it wasn't. It was more of like a brisket type. Hmm. All right. Coco, cut! No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. Watch them not have it on the menu. Ah, so, debris, house-made Worcestershire, Stilton, caramelized onion mashed potatoes, and meat 
three ways. Um, the sauce was great. It was almost like a bowl of debris with the sauce and the mashed potatoes, which meat and potatoes right up my alley. Very uh, true. So that, that was really good. Um, Koshan Butcher made the list. We haven't eaten at Koshan, but the sandwich shop is great. We've had several different meals or sandwiches there. La Pig um, Mac. Correct. Le Pig Mac was a classic. That was one of my last meals in New Orleans before we moved away. Um, they've also got a really good pulled pork sandwich. What did you get there? You got something completely different than me. I did. <clears throat> um, I don't but remember. All their sandwiches are really good. Um, <laughs> so this is one that was close to my place of work that I would frequent for a fried chicken breast po' boy. The people in the office were amazed that I was able to put down the 12-inch foot-long <laughs> po' boy at, at lunch. Oh, to be 20 again. <laughs> which literally is the length of my arm from my elbow to the end of my fingers. Um, I have a picture documenting that that can prove it. Um, but I don't know. It was really good. I would never think to order a fried chicken po' boy when there are so many seafood options that are great. Um, but it was legitimately a full chicken breast, battered, fried, um, perfectly. It's very juicy. Um, the other toppings that I would get, pickles, lettuce, mustard, were perfectly proportioned. Um, so that was always something that I enjoyed to go get for lunch. Um, Port of Call, it's a great burger. I love burgers. Um, in that same vein, Cowbell. Oh, Cowbell. God, their Another, mac and cheese. Yeah, there are many great options there. Um, the burger, as far as, it's one of the more expensive burgers in New Orleans. Yeah. But you get what you pay for in terms of it. Uh, it's very high quality, um, neatly put together, juicy, done perfectly. <clears throat> um, Frankie and Johnny's, which if you just want a good place to take someone or to go, um, if you're a tourist, that is like the perfect hole in the wall lunch spot that has everything New Orleans related on the menu. So it, no matter what taste you have, what you're looking for, you can take a group of people there and everyone can find something that they like. Um, and then kind of piggybacking off that, my last one, um, again, in no order, um, is Katie's. We went there once and it not Amazing. only has everything on the menu, but it, it's everything from Italian to Creole to standard American, you know, whatever. Um, you know, it, its menu is so broad that uh, I don't think any any other place in New Orleans can compare. Um, and the, the thing that I had there that I loved so much was the lasagna, yeah. which I love lasagna, but I'm always scared to order it because I'm worried that <clears throat> it'll just be from a large platter. And, you know, that's been pre-made however many days ago and 
they just cut my piece and throw it in to reheat, and there it is. Um, but Katie's does their lasagna in a ramekin, and they're individually made. Um, so you know it's put together as you order it, um, and it tasted phenomenal. It had so much flavor, um, so much cheese, just a lot of meat. Yeah, everything that you would want in, in a lasagna, it had. Um, so I would love to go back there, but it would be difficult picking to do the lasagna again or try something different. Um, but that, that was my last of near misses. Am I leaving anything off that you were surprised I didn't mention? I don't think so. Cause uh, some of the places you haven't gone yet, but I, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to say because there are so many good places that we went. I think the one I was most surprised that was on your list was Camellia Grill because I kind of forgot about it just as kind of a hole in a wall, little breakfast spot. One that I was surprised wasn't on yours was Cooley. Yeah, that would, that should be on my near misses, which is a breakfast Um, spot and also BYOB and they do amazing (coughs) breakfast. Yeah. What did we get there? The jalapeno cornbread with pulled pork and yeah. And a poached egg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A type of holidays. Yeah. That's definitely that, that, you're right. That, I knew I was going to leave something off because there's so many, but that absolutely should be on there, um, on my near miss. Um, I thought it might be yeah. on your on your basic list. Yeah, you know, but I'm not that big of a breakfast. You're not person. Uh, I mean, but granted, when we went for quote breakfast, unquote, yeah. <laughs> usually like a yes, hungover. It, it, it was lunch. lunch. <laughs> um. <laughs> But no, that was, I think that was the only one I was thinking might find its way in. I was surprised you said Giacomo's mm. and not Cooley because you've always talked about wanting to go to Cooley more, I feel like, than Giacomo's. But that, that was just me. Yeah. That was a hard one. Stand by my list. You stand by, I, that's good. And my ranking. And your ranking. My order. So what are your... My near misses. Near misses. Yeah, again, this is really hard because there are so many fantastic There's one that I am thinking of. That I didn't say? Yeah, that I really thought you would. And it's not Mr. John's? Well, that and another one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, some of them you said, which was The Butcher, for sure, I was thinking about. And that dog, which I didn't have um, very nearly on the skin of the teeth. A couple then. (laughs) And Company Burger, because I had port of call Yeah, you left off so many good I ones. I know. It's just, for me, it's all about the experience, so it's uh, it's more difficult. I mean, there are some places I like to get certain things, too, like Avenue Pub and the Dump Truck Fries, like Della Chase and the Goose Fat Fries. I thought about that one. Because I, I absolutely love those, and they make their own spreads, too. And you still haven't just, hit the one that has, an amazing one. That I had in mind that we hadn't talked about yet. Oh, gosh. Now you have me all self-conscious. Like, what did I forget? <laughs> what did you do, Coco? Go down your list. See if it's on there. Um, if it's not, you'll... I'm going to kick myself. Oh, yeah. I know my... I see, just see my missed one. Uh, St. <laughs> James's Cheese Factory. That was it. Which is definitely one of my near misses. Because 
It's such a beautiful, simplistic, old French, but very traditional New Orleans at the same time. And if you want to get a salad or a great sandwich and have a glass of wine and a cheese plate, there's no place better. Their courtyard is amazing. I love the staff. They're super knowledgeable. It's actually a cheese shop that just happens to make salads and sandwiches. But that is one of my go-tos. And it's right next to Creole Creamery, which I wasn't going to put on as a restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> you have to go <laughs> to Creole Creamery. It's just freaking amazing. Well, and for me, that's... A big statement because you don't like sweets. Well, no, but what I get there, literally you cannot Creole find cream, cheese, ice cream. anywhere else. Yeah. Not just... Out much less out here, but in New Orleans, it, yeah, the Creole cream cheese ice cream. If you like cheesecake or cheese, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which we do, yeah, it, it, it's amazing. It is. It's one of my favorites. I went there last time I was there a month or so ago. I took the girls. Just a fantastic. We actually went there to St. James and had some salad and a cheese board, and then we walked to. Della Chase and had the goose fat fries and another glass of wine and then we walked to Carousel Bar, which I've never eaten at, but you know, it has fantastic drinks and beautiful music playing there and it's just fantastic all around. So that definitely one of my near misses. And St. James is one of the good give your stomach a break. Yes, places. from all the fried food. All the fried food, yeah. the grease. Light, but still rich and delicious. Very filling. Very filling. Yeah, there are a lot of good options. It's not just oh, go there and get this one thing. Um, but yeah, it's a good. It's yeah. Coolie was on my near list too because this you know a chafalaya. Not really because of the food. The food is good, but the Bloody Mary yeah. bar is awesome. Great for brunch. Chafalaya is really great. A very old school New Orleans. I don't have some of the more traditional New Orleans ones on there, like Clancy, Clancy's or Galatoire's, uh, La Petite Grocerie on Magazine. I mean, their food's all great, but it's not like life-changing or it's not an experience that I'll remember. So maybe it's very personal, like why you choose the ones you do. The only other one I was thinking about, which again, I left off my list because it's not food-related, is PJ's and... They're, they're, they have a special coffee drink there called a granita and it's a frozen cappuccino, not very sugary, which is very rare for frozen blended drinks. But one of the things, Melissa, one of my best friends that still lives in New Orleans, whenever she meets me at the airport, they stop and get PJs for me or daiquiris, (laughs) frozen daiquiris. Yeah. (laughs) It's another New Orleans tradition, (laughs) but it's, it's something I do think about. Uh, especially on hot days when I'm not in New Orleans, how much I would love to go to PJ's and get that. And it always brings a smile to my face just thinking about it. Definitely. And gosh, it's it's very frustrating because I feel like there are several places that we have not been Yeah. that would be in consideration. It's true. Like Koshan, like Koshan. I mean, and some of the places are just great, but not like on the top of my list because the experience. Revolution, I went to for my birthday years ago. Very kind of standard for me. I wouldn't mention it on anything. A lot of po' boy shops, I think, are very good, but not stand out. 
it's definitely hard to narrow down. And we have been away for a few years now. So, and our income was very limited when we were there. So it's interesting to look back and reflect. Yeah. But I think at the same time, like we were okay enough that if we really wanted to go try an expensive place, we could, we had to be selective. But at the same time, that led us to the ones that we have several places that we probably wouldn't have gone or might not have gone as frequently. Um, you know, that we love. Absolutely. And I think we'll have to do another one about bars because I feel like it's just a completely different situation, like drinking in New Orleans. And when I'm talking about places, even like PJs or like carousel bar that are, I think, absolute must for going to New Orleans or visiting. It's still different. It's not restaurants. So I, I wanted to kind of keep it pure. Antoine's wasn't on my list. Brennan's wasn't on my list. And those have kind of been revitalized since we've... Brunch at Brennan's. We went for my birthday that one year. It yeah. was very nice. No, and I mean, I think if you're... If you're talking about specific meals versus restaurants in general. Like, yeah, if you're talking about brunch, Brennan's is 100% on the top 10 probably top five. I mean, for me, Commanders, I would always choose uh, to go to. And yeah, I know. But Brennan's is top five brunch. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, especially since I've redone the whole place. Yeah. New owners took over. There was a big family feud, for those of you who don't know, between some of the Brennan's and the other Brennan's. And yeah, the place closed for yeah. years. A, a couple years. Five? I don't think it was that long. I can't remember, but oh, a couple of years and then they reopened. But definitely a New Orleans classic. And there are so many we haven't mentioned. I think these are the ones that just stuck out in our heads for sure. Yep. For the love of the city. All right. Well, thank you, my darling husband, for being on this podcast. And Belle for trying to make as little noise as possible during it, even though it was hard and you wanted to play. All right. I love you, baby. Love you too. Love New Orleans. Thank you all so much for joining us for part two of our top 10 list of restaurants in New Orleans. We hope you enjoyed our commentary about our favorite places to dine and our description of a great New Orleans night. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can always email us info at cocolectionel.com or go onto the blog cocolectionel.com and read the blog post about why I love New Orleans. A lot of these restaurants are mentioned in there. Until next time, everybody, remember, laissez le bon temps rouler and have a great day.